Hello everyone and welcome to your Fit Female Project check-in. Um, we've got one more week of this round. I can't believe it. I'm here with Chelsea. Hi Chelsea. <laughs> Hello. And um, yeah, I just, it's flying by and it's really funny that last week we had this big discussion about the importance of really thinking about your mindset around this time, deciding if you want to stick with maintenance, saying how maintenance is such a huge win right now. And then we're looking through everyone's progress (laughs) this week, and it has been one of our most successful weeks yet. People have been dropping really well um, and all all maintaining. And I, I think that people have just gone into that mentality of, right, let's plan ahead. Let's sort out what I'm going to be doing for all of these events. And actually it's worked an absolute treat. Yeah. It was so fabulous yesterday, wasn't it, Maz, when we were going through them and we were like, oh, oh, like, and it was like another shock. Oh, I was like, this is brilliant. And Maz, you'd had a look before me. You were like, babe, it's really good. Really good. And yeah. Like, you know, I texted you out. So I'm like, oh my God, you just <laughs> wait until you see the progress this week. <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. so fab. And also, as Man said, if you are maintaining right now, then um, it's really nice when we're talking about progress too. It's nice reading your check-ins and being like, oh my God, I'm getting my workouts in and I've got my Christmas party and I'm feeling good and I'm doing it. Like that's also progress and a win. And you can just tell that people are feeling quite nice because maybe this is the first Christmas that you've ever felt in control of it and understand yeah. how fat loss and weight gain, you know, weight gain works because instead of the fear of thinking, oh my God, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? It's that you know why it happens or why it won't happen. Yeah. And actually on that note, one of the wins from Nikki this week was I went for my work do Christmas dinner and made smart choices, didn't overeat and felt good about it all. Like I had test, I had a test and I passed. I can trust myself in the face of Christmas temptation. And that's it, isn't it? It's just kind of eating as much as you want and then stopping when you're full, planning it out a little bit in in advance, not going completely overboard um, on everything you see, and you're going to be fine. So yeah, I think everyone's done really well and um, we're really chuffed with you all. So here's to a brilliant last week. Should we get stuck into the questions? Yeah, let's do it. Shall I start with Neve's question? Yeah, go for it. If we decide to move to maintain during Christmas, so to maintenance, um, can we move back to fat loss after? Great question. Um, yeah, of course. So you deciding to maintain just means that your your calories are going to be higher than the ones that we've um, set you if you have a fat loss goal. Um, and then as soon as, you know, when you're ready to go, you just go back to your original calories that we've set you and then you're in your fat loss phase. So that's the beauty of understanding calories. You can just manipulate them and um, and that's it. Get back on back to the plan that you were on before. Yeah, perfect. Okay, Alex, should we ease up over the Christmas period after this six weeks? So I'm guessing, Alex, you hadn't seen the Christmas crackers messages because then you went online, you did your check-in and then you bought the the Christmas crackers. Um, like, oh, maybe so not. I, I thought it was having to. Yeah, you're like, off. oh, there was us thinking that we could just chill, and now they've shoved these Christmas crackers down. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I um, 
yeah, I'm really excited for how many of you are keen to do those because it just shows your willingness to just keep fit, keep moving. You know, they're going to be short and sweet. They're not going to be groundbreaking workouts, but that's all you need. That is all you need to feel good, maintain your fitness and your, your health during this time. So yeah, if you haven't yet purchased those, then get on that nice and quickly. Um, so we can assign those to you at the end of next week. Yeah. I actually think that you should see the Christmas cracker workouts as like a bit of a mind, a mindset thing as well, because you're going to be feeling a bit crappy from, you know, maybe a bit like me, a little bit hungover. But having a little plan and having some quick workouts can just be like, okay, it's only 30 minutes, you can get your head around it. And then you're going to just feel so much better mentally. Like, yeah, you're still going to get your body moving and stuff. But uh, I just think that for all of you girls that have been training really well for such a long time, if you suddenly stop, you will feel it. You'll be like, I feel horrific, like as in mentally, you're not going to feel as energized. So this is really nice to keep you moving and grooving. Don't you think, Maz? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna help you a lot. It's going to make you feel fabulous. Yeah. Abby, oh, this is such a good question. <laughs> so mm. I said that about every question this week. Okay, this is great. How long did it take you to fall in love with strength training? Was it instant or was it over a period of time? I do the strength workouts and definitely enjoy moving my body in a different way, but I haven't fallen in love with lifting weights the way everyone else talks about it. I think I've got FOMO. Um, I've loved doing exercise such as dancing, pilates and synchronized swimming. I love swimming. I love that you do synchronized swimming. That is so Me hard. Me too. Oh my god. Do you ever try that on a holiday, like trying to make some shapes? You were like, oh, this is not easy. Yeah, all the time. Although I had two older brothers, so our swimming pool days were um spent doing like martial arts in the swimming pool. Like, you know, you couldn't have these like fights with each other in the swimming pool but not actually hurt each other. That's what oh I god. That's funny. I can imagine you being like, ha, ha, yeah, ha, ha. somersault. He pushes me away. I somersault backwards and then he does a flip and then jump off. So good. So, um, so anyway, so weights are very different. I wondered if you had any recommendation or words of wisdom. Um, so Maz, how did you fall in? When did you fall in love with strength training and what do you think it was? Uh, yeah, I think it was probably a progression like a lot of people through, I was obviously dancing. That was my number one first love and then I um started going to classes I'd go do it to like boot camp classes kind of loved that adrenaline I liked it because it had the similar discipline to my dance classes um and then I think that's when I started um that in that was my first introduction to lifting some weights without any direction obviously but then just kind of throwing them around and then I went to the gym um yeah, so I think after that, that's when I started going to the gym, playing around with some weights, not really having a plan, not really knowing what I was doing, um, spending hours on the treadmill first. <laughs> but then, um, and then it kind of just grew and I started loving the way that it actually changed my body. It was probably more of an aesthetic thing at the beginning. And then the kind of love of it came in where it's just, I, I love feeling strong um to this day so I think that was my progression how about you 
Um, for me, I think with weight training, I started to fall in love with it when I really like got into trying to learn how to do it properly. So the seeing it is like a technique, you know, how you could play tennis or you could play tennis really well. It was like it's it's like the the knowing how to do each exercise perfectly. It's like a ballet, isn't it? You you, you learn the technique of something yeah. and you get better. So I liked that and the discipline of it. And then being able to see the progression. So like, oh my gosh, like, because I'm quite a competitive person. So being like, oh my God, I did 20, 20 last week. So, and this week I did 30, yes. Like, so I think it's that when I started to really commit and try and get good at it. So, um that that was why I started to like it. But I'm fully aware, and I think it's really good that you've asked this, Abby, that not everybody is going to like lifting weights. Whatever we're saying, yeah. oh, it's so good, it's amazing, this is what you should do. We know that this might not be for everybody. Um, but I would say that it's something, even if you're like, oh, I'm not really a fan, it's something that you should still do forever because as women, it is so good for our body. But if you want to try, if you're like, actually, I want to try and really get into it, why don't you just try getting into it even more and being like, I'm going to really, really learn like from now how to do each exercise really bloody well. Why don't you use us um, and send us some videos of you, like looking at us looking at your form so that you can get better and better and, you know, do that. And then if you're like, nope, still not into it, do you know what? <laughs> just get to the gym or do your workout, get it done, put some tunes on that you like and just get it done. <laughs> it's like brushing your teeth, you know, it's just part of your day. What do you think, Raz? Yeah. Yeah, I agree to a certain extent, but I also think that it sounds like obviously we have limited time in the week. And if you've had to sacrifice things that you love for something that you aren't really a fan of, I don't know how healthy that is either. So if you love dancing and Pilates, but you've had to sacrifice them to do three strength training workouts a week, maybe you could say, right, I'm going to sacrifice one of my weight training workouts. Obviously, we want you to lift weights, but we want you to move, right? We want you to be happy and healthy. And if that means that you go for an hour dancing instead, um, or even better if you can fit it on top of that. So make sure that you're not cutting out everything that you love because then you'll kind of just grow to resent what you're doing rather than actually fall in love with it um, as a complimentary thing. So I would say either try and add it on um, to your week or kind of swap it out. Obviously, we're not super keen for everyone to do that. But if you're really not enjoying the, the workouts, then I think that's an option. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you should, like you'll be able to with the sessions that we've given you as well. Like you'll be able to get a Pilates session in there for sure. And yeah, it's, as Man said, like even if you're bringing it down eventually to less, it, it also depends on the goal as well. Like it does depend on the goal. If you're trying to do it for like to completely transform your physique, then you can do that with other forms of exercise however weights is a sort of like quicker way to get you there I think and and a more efficient way sorry um but if the goal is just fat loss then that's through your food and then if you want to move your body how you want to move your body then yeah you do you yeah that's a good point because the we don't go to the gym to burn fat 
Remember that everyone, we go to the gym to build our shape. So if fat loss is your number one goal, then your movement is going to be far more important. So yeah, uh, that's a really good point. Actually think about what the goal is and, and adapt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. D I'm working out, measuring and planning food, planning nights out and not drinking at some wonder is it impacting weight loss due to travel and nights out but I'm trying so hard so I'm guessing that you are saying that you're frustrated with your weight loss um but I had a look at your progress and actually it's been good right it's it's a bit slow but it's it's on the right track for sure Dee um your food tracking this week has been really good last week's wasn't as good so maybe that slowed down progress slightly um however you're going in the right direction um and actually at this time of the year that isn't easy um so I think that that you should celebrate the fact that you've gone down rather than up. And I know that you are working really hard. Um, but as you, I think you said, even in your own, what can you do better next week? Kind of focus on your tracking again. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, when you say travel, it depends whether that's kind of um, within the same country or if you're getting on and off flights, because that will definitely cause your weight to fluctuate. So yeah, just keep going. You're on the right trajectory. I think don't get despondent about slow progress because progress is still progress. Laura, meal motivation. I don't know what it is about the cold. I just want fatty comfort foods. Uh, but I'm obviously trying to opt for healthier. Um, okay, so we've had a look at your food diary and you've not been tracking, um, which we really want you to start doing. Um and we also asked on the uh, group, you know, what, what, well, Maz asked in the group what you've been craving um, and if we can find any alternatives for her as a group. But um, I would say definitely start with your food tracking um, and making sure that you're eating your your protein and you're, you're setting yourself meals because you might be craving certain things because you are actually hungry. So if you are have like a nice plan of action with your meals, so you know, you can still have comfort foods that are healthy and warm and nutrition, nutritious. Yeah. So for your yeah. breakfast, you might, do you agree, Maz? That's why I asked what exactly it is that she's craving. Because for me, comfort foods in the, in the winter, exactly that don't have to be really fatty foods. Um, sorry, I, I cut you off. Go on. What were you going to say about brekkie? Like for me, a comforting, like today, I, I want to have like a nice bowl of warm porridge, you know, with some, I'm going to have those chopped, chopped apples with cinnamon. And, and that's like a really comforting, warm winter um, meal. And I guarantee, I think that if you have that, even if you are craving, I'm, I think we need to know what it is that you're actually craving when you're saying fatty comfort foods. Like, what are those things? Because there's nothing wrong with is that. Like, like yeah, I was, think, I was thinking, is that like pizza and burgers? Because they're things that we can easily make like healthy alternatives for like burgers are so easy because you can lose the bun you can maybe swap your beef burger to a turkey burger if you wanted you can make some homemade chips in the air fryer like you can make I'm not a chef but you can make some really good um alternatives that are going to be half the calories Um, and that is where the group comes in because they are queens of this Mm. So yeah, Laura, just just message us in the group and tell us what it is. That'll help, and we'll help you. Yeah, 
Yeah, great. So we have quite a lot of workout questions this week, actually. Um, Amelia, in the gym, is it better to do RDLs, squats and reverse lunges with a barbell or a Smith machine? Jim has both and wasn't sure which one to use. Great question. Um, This is for people that are onto the phase where you're now using a barbell. Um, So firstly, I'd say follow what's in the program. So in the program, I'm obviously just using a barbell and not a Smith machine. And that's for a reason. So the Smith machine will actually give you um, a limited range of movement um, because it actually stops quite short at the bottom. So for things like RDLs, you often have to elevate your feet or if you're trying to do hip thrusts on there, um, the position actually stops. So you're not actually getting using your full range. There's me banging on about range again. Um, so that's kind of a limiting factor, but also because it's fixed, it can't quite move with your body. Imagine you're going down in a squat and your mechanics will be different to mine. So you might have to lean forward slightly more than me. It depends how your body is, um, is set is made. Um, but when you were the Smith machine, we all have to move in the same way because it's stuck on this one, um, panel and one plane of movement. So it, 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 there's some fantastic things that you can do with this, with the Smith machine, but we personally prefer to program the barbell, um, for everyone. I told you Mads the other day in the gym there were these two gym bros together and this guy they firstly had they were using the smith machine for the barbell back squats and then they had the pad on the um smith machine as well for his and he had also a massive hoodie on and the hood was over the top of the pad or whatever and then he had so much weight on the smith on the smith machine and I was like, he's only like had little legs as well. And he literally, his, his bro was going, go on, go, push, push, man, push. And his knees were going in. And I was like, oh, my God. I've oh, been... my God. It was, so, it was making me so anxious. But like like cringing as you watch it, thinking, oh, my God. It's, it's more the thing of like, oh, my God, are you going to break your knees? It was Yes. Yeah, I wasn't judging them. Yeah, I wasn't judging them like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. But I was like, oh my God, I feel like, like, what should I do right now? Should I like step in and be like, you're going to hurt yourself? Or just get on with it? (laughs) Oh, it's so difficult, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, Laura's got a really good question again about the barbell. Um, what are your tips on the barbell to be the right height for squats? Um, so when you set up your barbell, you want to have it set up just below shoulder height so that when you step into it and step out, it's nice and easy to drop it down. You never want to have them too high so that um, when you put the barbell on, you have to then like go onto your tiptoes and then step away. Uh, remember like the placement of that is really important because it's it's then going to be nice and safe because when you've done that last squat and you're like, oh my God, get this off. You just walk in, bench knees and then it's, it's off. It's off out of you. Yeah, perfect. Um, Arlene, when doing hip thrusts and tricep dips, does it make a difference how close you keep your legs to you versus stretching them out further? Also, will I ever be able to lift more than four kgs for lateral raises? <laughs> she says joke. Um, no, not so joking. Arlene, I, no, I'm laughing because I was doing four kgs for my lateral raises in the gym yesterday. And I've been training for years and years and years. Um, I think it's also because lateral raises usually come at the end of your workout 
So bear in mind, your shoulders might be a bit smoked by then. This was the excuse I was giving myself yesterday because I was like, oh God, I am. My shoulders are rinsed and actually I just felt very weak. Um, But yeah, I think it's the most humbling movement, the most I've ever gone up to on um, lateral raises with good form for like 12 reps is about 6 kg. Oh, that's so good. That's so strong. Oh, I'm a 4 kg gal. Yeah, I'm a 4 yeah, kg. So I really, <laughs> bear in mind, Arlene, like your shoulders are very small muscles. So mm. don't worry about your progression on those. Just make sure you're feeling that burn. Um, and then, yes, great question regarding your feet position on your hip thrusts and your tricep dips. So if your feet are too close to you, you'll hit more of your quads, so the front of your thighs. And if your feet are too far away from you, you'll hit more of your hamstrings, which is at the bottom of your thighs, back of your thighs. So we want, when you come up to the top of your hip thrust, um, to be in a 90 degree angles underneath your knees. That is kind of going to be your optimal position to be able to really squeeze your glutes. Because remember, we really want this um, movement to be hitting your glutes. That's where you're feeling the sensation. And then with your tricep dips, you want to be close enough to the bench that you can get a good bend, a decent bend, remembering to keep your elbows as close as you can together, um, to get a good depth on your, on each, every time you come down into your dip, because if you're, if your feet are too far away from you, you're going to be limited. You're only going to be able to come down a little bit. So nice, nice, good depth for those ones. Um, Juliana, what range is my heart rate meant to be during my workouts? Is there a top rate if it peaks? Should we stop? Um, so let's, we've got another question, but let's start with that. Um, so don't stress about your heart rate in terms of like heart rate zones that you should be working in for your strength workouts. Um, we do it more based on like your last couple of reps feeling difficult. So don't even, you know, worry about that. But we leave heart rate zones more for athletic uh, athletes or like athletic conditioning training or if you're, you know, doing something else. But for strength training, you don't need to worry about that. But that being said, like if you're saying that because you're like, my heart rate is through the roof and this is not normal, then I would go on to, um, like you can go on like the British Heart Foundation and there's some tools on there where you can just see what your um, your heart rate um should be like when it when it goes to it that higher heart rate and what your normal heart rate should be based on your age because everybody's is different based on their age I think you do like 200 it's like 220 and then you minus your age um, and that will give you an idea of your um your top heart rate but that's only if you're like no 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 something's abnormal here <laughs> Yeah, because we don't want anything to happen to you when we're like, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my God, um, can I just say, I was watching the other yeah. night, my parents are really into indoor cycling yeah. and I was staying at theirs the other weekend and we were watching these cyclists in the velodrome, um, this competition, it's unbelievable. I don't know if you've ever watched it or in the Olympics or anything, yeah. but it's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. The power mm-hmm. of these cyclists. And um and these sprinters and their and it's and it rates their heart rate and it is obscene. They're like over two hundred, um, and the amount of lactic acid builds up. They get off their bikes and they are crying like grown men crying on the floor because it is excruciating. And they push themselves <gasps> to that like. 
I mean, it's like hit training to the absolute <laughs> limit. <gasps> Um, oh my god I know honestly I don't understand the fun in that but I fully appreciate and respect it but I just think I find their heart rate fascinating um to watch just how high they can go and just how wild it is sorry oh a little uh, I, I want to watch that that sounds like that sounds so interesting I would it's really exciting that. as well because they're racing <gasps> and you're like ah oh, it's really great oh um, mm. And then Julian said, I've moved up weights and find I can't do as many reps as before. Um, okay, so Juliana, that's normal. Um, so if you move up with your weights, you go higher, then then that's why, because it's more challenging. So you, when we're giving you a rep range and it says like 10 to 12 reps, if you've then gone up in your weight, then you're probably going to be on that lower end of the the rep range. You might not even be hitting that. But I would say as long as like the weight that you're um, lifting, the one that you've gone up to, is like more, I would say more than like six. Would you agree, Maz, like six to eight? Yeah, I mean, if your rep range is eight to 12, then we want you to be able to hit eight reps with the heavier weight. If you're not hitting that, then you've gone up too soon. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like in between, then you could just try slowing, slowing everything down a little bit more um, with yeah. the weights, you know, before. Um, is it better to do more reps on a lower weight or less reps on a higher weight? Um, due to my medical conditions, I have to swap some of the exercises to the ones that I can do. Each week, the workouts go back to the ones that you set. Is there a way to save the substitutions? Um, yeah. So uh, we'll just drop you a message. And um, if you tell us what they are, then we'll we'll speak to you and we'll get it sorted so that you don't have to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, Victoria, similar question to Arlene, actually. Is it better to do a hip thrust? with a barbell or if available is it okay to use a thrusty hip machine thing no idea what it's called (laughs) um seeing a girl on saturday use it asked her about it and she said handier than setting up dumbbell hip thrusts and same effect any thoughts i don't have it available in one gym but i do in another this made me laugh because i was like oh she's got two gym memberships she's gone from home training to being woman of the gym um So I personally, I'm going to talk about me first because I know that Chelsea's got one in her gym and um, you really like it, don't you, Chelsea? Um, It's usually called like a glute drive. Um, I don't know what it's called in your gym, but something like that. Um, So I prefer barbells because for me, I'm I'm quite little and um, the machines never fit my body quite right. So the the if you think about the where the feet positioning is. It's too far away so that when I'm coming into the top of my hip thrust, it's hitting more of like my hamstrings rather than my glutes. I can't really get the engagement in my glutes. Um, I need my feet to be closer to me. But if you are, if you're longer limbed, then um, I think that's probably why you like it, Chelsea. You're a bit taller than me. So it kind of fits you a little bit better. Would you agree? Yeah, I like the hip thrust machine because I'm also very lazy. So, like, it's just easier if I'm in and out. It's just there and it's set up and you just put the plate on. Uh, but that being said, if someone was to be, like, 
you know, if you take away the ease and you were like, which one is better? Where do you feel um, it most in your glutes? I would say the hip thrust, like the bob, a barbell hip thrust is probably uh, a better exercise. I feel it more spicier. But um, yeah, the, they're both good. It depends on how much time you've got um, and how much space and stuff like that. But they're both, you know, both good exercise. Um, so yeah, I would say just decide which one. If if you're feeling it in your glutes on the machine, then um, then stick with that. Okay, hey, look, step ups. Is it hard, the height of the step or the heaviest weight? I can lift heavier when the height is lower. What's priority? Um, so the height of the step is to suit your your range because we've all got different you know different heights different limbs so bend your knee and hold your leg up as high as your hip flexor will let you and that's your ideal height for your for your step ups um you step ups are very very humbling if you're doing them really really well and properly so don't worry too much about going super, super heavy. Really think about um, the, I would say, the tempo. So slowly, slowly, slowly stepping it down and then trying not to push off that back heel to get you up. And you actually don't even need a super heavy weight to to get you up off, you know, to, to feel it. Um, but yeah, just make sure that um, it's at that right height for you. I normally, mine's about like 90, around 90 degrees um like when i if you bend your knee what about you man yeah yeah mine's the same so bear in mind that your glute is under the most tension when it's the most stretched so when you've got your leg up onto the bench that is when you so imagine you've got your right leg on the bench or the step your right glute is really stretched then and so then pushing up from there, you're going to work it really hard. Whereas if you've got a low step, your glute won't be as stretched. So you're not actually going to get as much out of the movement um, as, as you would if you kind of had the correct range. So, yeah, perfect from Charles. Yeah. Okay, Katie Crook. A couple this week. So in terms of Christmas workouts, they look to be body splits. Therefore, they will be done more frequently to get in all body parts question mark um and generally what are your thoughts on body split strength training are they as effective as full body let's start with that so training and building muscle is all about your total volume which means that it's your sets the amount of sets you're doing so imagine you're training your shoulders the amount of sets you do on your shoulders a week how many reps you're doing and what weight you've got used that kind of creates your total training volume so the way that we've planned this program and built it for you is that you make we make sure that you hit your muscle groups adequate times per week so because we usually go three times a week for most of our clients, because that's most realistic for them, we have the full body splits um, there to make sure that um, we're getting in enough volume of all of our um, muscle groups. But because the Christmas crackers are a bit shorter, that's why we've broken them down into four um, training sessions, but it will be kind of equal to the results that you'd get from your um, your three-day three split. So actually, it all works out the same, but we it's just a different way of programming and um, it just spices it up sometimes as well to change it around a little bit, gives you a little bit of variety um, and that could be quite fun. And then your second question is, um, also, I'm losing weight and loving it, 
but what do I need to do to show more muscle tone? Will this come from losing more weight and continue lifting or from maintenance calories in order to gain muscle? I'm confused. Finally, since I had my beautiful baby who is eight now, my stomach is toned, but the lower part never seems as toned as the top. I did not have a C-section and trained through my pregnancy. Wondered if there's anything I could do to target lower belly fat. Um, so yeah, you're right in the in the first point that actually you just need to lose more body fat to show more muscle. It's like peeling back that onion um, to reveal the goods underneath. So if you were to go into maintenance now, means that you're not going to lose any more body fat. You, you know, might be able to build more muscle, but in terms of aesthetically what you're wanting right now, I think we need to stay in um, a fat loss phase for sure. Um, Lower belly can be the most stubborn. It's the most stubborn place on me for sure when I'm in a diet, like it's the last thing to come off. Um, And you're not alone there. And I think it's going to be something that I'm going to have to accept myself, which I think is going to be a bit of a mind boggle. But, you know, since having children, I think it's realistic. And I think a lot of the mothers would agree with me to accept that your belly is probably not going to look the same as it did pre-babies. You might have looser skin. You might have some stretch marks. Um, it might, you know, it, it it might not have recovered as well as some of the rest of your body. And I think try not to beat yourself up and pick apart the bits that you hate about yourself and think, I'm doing everything right. I'll get as far as I can in my body. And it might not be that you ever have a washboard six-pack stomach unless you go really, really strict and really harsh with your diet. But actually everything else that this is bringing you, the confidence will still be there. Um, does that make sense, Chels? Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've explained that really well, but I think you're doing, so basically like you're doing everything, what you're doing right now, um, is basically gonna, you know, shedding more body fat is gonna help you see more muscle tone. And I know that I think that it's very confusing, um, especially through socials, through social media to sort of like understand what, when you should do a maintenance phase, when you should do a body body split, because everyone's doing a different thing and saying that that is the best. But um, there's a time and a place for everything. But what we program for you is right for you. That's what you have to know. (laughs) Yeah. Caroline, can you join together three of the 10 minute hit sessions to make a cardio session? When will we start to see these in the app? Um, so Caroline, I looked at your profile. It's at, it's in your app. We've put it there. If you just scroll down um, to the bottom uh, in your workout section, it says 10 minute finishes and they're all there at the bottom. Bike climb, bike hit, body weight hit. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so just scroll down. Um, and then <laughs> when you say, can we join together three of the hit sessions? So if you listened to our pod, um, is hit beep, <laughs> um, then you will know that HIIT training is high intensity interval training. And when you are working, you should be working to your max. So it's like maximum effort, which is why you need those recovery uh, times. But it should be short, really, really high energy um, workouts, basically. So doing that 
three times <laughs> is unnecessary and horrific. So I would say that doing, they're there to do 10 minutes of really, really going for it. And again, remember every workout, what is the goal? What is the goal for it? Like, are you doing that 30? Do you want to do 30 minutes of a hit class because you think that you're going to burn more calories or do you think you're doing it because you want to like, you're going to just, you know, have a higher heart rate. If that is the case, then I would say there's probably more efficient and better ways of training than doing that three times. Cause I don't know many people that would enjoy doing that for 30 minutes. Do you, Maz? <laughs> no. And I think actually, if you're doing them right, then doing them 30 minutes long, I don't know if that's even that effective. Cause I don't think you'll be giving it everything. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, you can, if you're like, I love it. <laughs> But um, but I would just do 10 minutes, really go for it. And then if you want to do a 20-minute walk or something or like a 20-minute jog or if you want to get some cardio in or something. Um, but remember your cardio is there. That's something that you enjoy. So decide what you enjoy yourself and, and make it, yeah, something that you like. Um, I didn't buy the next size up of adjustable weights in the Black Friday sale as I was undecided. They were £320. And they've now gone up to £500. Totally unaffordable. God, that is yeah. madness. Not bloody surprise. That is mental. That is madness. If they go back on sale after Christmas, should I get them or am I mad to spend that much? If it does, um, if I get, does anyone on here want to buy my previous set from me? Uh, which go up to 12.5 kgs. Post it in the group, Caroline. Just see if anyone in North London um, want, you know, post it in our group. And um, and then if nobody in our group wants them, then post it on Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that. Loads of people buy them through there. Um, I mean, oh, that is so much money. I That's like a yearly gym membership <laughs> where you could have yeah. every single weight. Like, no. No, not for me. Go on Facebook Marketplace um, or if you can find some that are cheaper, do that. But to me, that is madness. Yeah, and I would think as well, like, I don't know, I don't know about these adjustable dumbbells. I think some people can find them really great because they're, you get a really big range, but I find them really clunky and really big. Um, mm. So I would actually just say, Caroline, like, why don't you just buy, you're training at home, so why don't you buy some 17.5s or maybe even some 20s maybe that's a bit too much but you know some 15s or some 17.5s for your lower body so that you get a bit more of a challenge there and then for your upper body you're still going to need some that are on I don't know exactly what you're lifting but you know you're still going to need some 10 kgs for example for things like shoulder presses and stuff so have a look at what you're using the most and what's going to challenge you um, and just get a couple of sets of dumbbells. And yeah, as Chelsea says, like Facebook Marketplace is the place to be or Gumtree um, and you can really get some bargains on there. Yeah, and then also like we'll help you. So just drop us a message in the group and just show us what, just even take a pick of what you've got and yeah, and like what your maximum, like what you're up to. Say, for example, like what you're using for your shoulder press, what you're using for like a floor press or chest press. And then we'll be able to help you with like the next step up, what you use for RDLs um, because <laughs> you've probably got a nice little selection and you probably just need to get like two more sets, <laughs> which would be like yeah. 100 and something. <laughs> yeah perfect okay that's um, the last okay, question should we, yeah should we just do a couple of wins should we do yeah like three more three more wins 
Yeah. Okay, we have um, Juliana. Last week I plateaued and also put on for no reason. I know that I know from the podcast that this happens to a lot of people, but I didn't expect it to happen to me as I still have so much to lose. I assumed it was for those who are so close to maintenance as everyone in the chat all looks so amazing already. I was beyond thrilled to see movement again on the scales this week. I'm so proud of myself for persevering and carrying on when the temptation was to go back to old habits and give up. I thought this was such a great win to include because um, I actually had someone else say to me this week, I don't understand how everyone in the group already looks so lean and incredible. And I want to just put it out there that the majority of people on Fit Female Projects have got quite a way to go, like quite a lot to lose. And I think that perhaps people that are feeling very confident, you see a lot more of them because they share a lot more with us, their photos and stuff. So I don't want you to, for one minute, to think that you are alone in the fact that you've got quite a lot to lose. Um, And it happens to everyone, all these fluctuations, all these annoying plateau weeks, it happens with everyone. But we're all in it together. It doesn't matter how much you've got to lose. We're all going to get there. And um, it doesn't matter how long it takes, but you know, you're not alone. Laura, fitting it in, in my crazy Christmas schedule, keeping consistent with steps. Love it. Fabulous. And let's do one more. Elise, getting my weight past the 69 kg mark has been amazing and I feel I've been so good with my diet for this time of year I used to binge eat so much at Christmas but it hasn't happened this year and I have you guys and the app to thank for it mm, how lovely nice. is that I'm really proud of you I'm really proud wait can we do yeah. one more I know you said but I just want to do yeah, Cara because Cara has been on such an incredible journey um <sighs> Yeah, she's doing so well, so, so well. Um, and she's she's actually somebody that's like doesn't pop up or chat on the group much or whatever, but she's slowly working away. She doesn't share anything, whatever. And it's just like you look at her, her journey. I'm like, wow, you're incredible. Um, right, Cara, that even being on my period this week, I've got PBs in my workouts and I've still dropped my weight slightly. Thought about the podcast of seeing how I felt I didn't want to start my workouts, but once I was in, I went for it and I definitely felt a lot better. Okay, everyone, have a fantastic last week. Go for it. Enjoy yourselves and let's make some brilliant progress to finish off strong. And we will chat to you next week for your last check-in. Yeah, have a great week, ladies. Bye. Thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches. If you want to join our next six-week project, head to the website now for more info. You will not regret it. Bye.